weekly podcast to update you on the volcanic activity of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Alessandro Mozu. And I'm your other host, Corinne Jorgensen. We're PhD students at the University of Geneva. We study volcanoes and are here to give you all the whole volcano news. First, the quick update, and then the focus of the week. It's March 21st, uh, 2022, at the time of recording, and this is your quick update. It's been overall a pretty quiet volcanic week, with uh, the exception of a whooping 11.6km plume from Vesignani, which takes the focus of this week. So we will quickly move on to the rest of Asia. We saw regular activity in Asia this week, aka making cute little plumes about 3km in height, um, from Manam in Papua New Guinea, Suanosejima in the Riku Islands of Japan, and Ibu in the Halmahera region of Indonesia. At Samaru in East Java, Indonesia, there was a bit more movement with a 4.7km plume on March uh, 19th, uh, which triggered a small pyroclastic density current. Moving to the Americas, Alessandro, any guess to the tallest plume of the Americas this week? Okay, I really want very badly to have Sabankaya back in the game, so I'm just guessing Sabankaya. Sabankaya! Reign supreme this oh, week. This is uh, very beautiful news. Uh, thank you, yes, I am. I'm quite pleased. Um, yes, yeah, so, so Sabankaya reigns supreme this week with a 7.9 kilometer tall plume on both March 19th and March 21st. She's doing two for us, it's a two for this week. Nice. <laughs> Very proud of my little Sabanka. Little Sabanka. Okay, runners up in honorable mentions this week go to Nevado del Ruiz in Colombia, who is just 900 meters shy of the first place position. Uh, also to Sengue and Reventador, both in Ecuador, Fuego in Guatemala, and Popocatepetl in Mexico. At Wolf Island uh, in Galapagos Island, the activity is still going, right along with uh, Lava Flow on the south-southeast slopes. And hopefully the pink iguanas have had enough time to evacuate. They've had a lot of time to evacuate those pink iguanas, um, at least part of the island. I really, even if you don't like them, I don't know, because you think they are ugly, I love them. They are super cute. I know. Anyways, um, at Kilauea in Hawaii, there's been a bit of a deflation, inflation cycle the last week, um, where it's now in an inflation part of the cycle. So we'll just see what happens at Kilauea. Yeah. It's just doing its thing. At Santiago in Guatemala, the lava dome Caliente continues to grow. There was a few blocks and ash flow on south-southwest slope, with some small ash plumes generated from this. Just the last few days, there's been some seismic swarming activity at San Jorge, which is uh, in the Azor Islands, uh, which is part of Portugal. It actually looks like the swarming started on March 15th, but it has greatly intensified in the last few days. Volcanodiscovery.com actually has a dedicated page to see what the quakes have been doing in the last few hours. Um, And as I look at it now, in the last 24 hours, there's been 137 quakes with over magnitude 2 eruptions. São Jorge is a fissure vent volcano, which officially erupted last in 1808 with a VEI-1 eruption, although the Smithsonian um, also has some minor activity reported in the early 1900s. We will keep you updated uh, next week to see how things progress here and if there's any more geophysical data or insider data released. So that's it for this week's updates. Thank you to our sources, VolcanoDiscovery.com and the Smithsonian Global Volcanism Program. And now it's time for the focus. Time for the focus. Okay, 
so the focus for today, we're going to talk a little bit about Beziami in Kamchatka. Last week, it amazed us by growing a lava dome on top of another lava dome and winning the world's tallest plume competition with a wonderful 8.2 kilometer plume. This week, the volcano continues its activity, beating its own record of the year with a 11.6 kilometer tall plume on March 16th. So we definitely thought it would be nice to try and understand a little bit more of what's happening at this volcano. Where is it? What's the composition of the magma? Really, how active is it? You know. The volcano is located in Kapchakta. It erupts magma with a compositional range from andesite to basalt andesite, and it's currently one of the most active volcanoes in the world. That's it. End of the podcast. Alessandro, that is not it. There is more. I'm joking. So let's start from the beginning. As the solar system began to settle into its present form, the planet Earth began to mold itself, dust and gases under the gentle grip of gravity. Alessandro, (laughs) can we start from a more reasonable past? Okay, let's start from a more reasonable past. Past? Not past? (laughs) Yes, and this is exactly what I say, past. So... Bezimiani is a super young volcano. It's just 4,700 years old. Last week we was chatting about how amazing it was that it built a dome on top of another dome. But what you probably do not know is that the volcano itself is built on top of an older volcano that is between 7 and 11,000 years. So it is a Russian nesting dolls volcano with a Russian nesting dolls dome. Yes, this is another way of thinking about the dome on top of a dome on top of a dome. Domeception. <laughs> we are not going through the domeception, but yeah, it would be hilarious. Anyway, since its formation, the volcano went through three distinct intense activity periods. The most recent one starting 1955-1956, after about 1,000 years of pause, and is still going on. Indeed, the volcano was actually believed to be extinct, but then it erupted pretty violently in 1955, and from that day, the volcano remains one of the most active volcanoes in the region. The 1955 eruption was a huge eruption, which caused a massive flank to collapse, um, similar and actually often compared with the one that happened at uh, Lewitt slash Mount St. Helens in 1980. The eruption produced a Plinian eruption on March 30th, 1955, and it has been labeled from the Smithsonian Global Volcanism Program as a VEI five eruption. So that's like a similar magnitude to what we saw at Hunga Tonga, Hunga yeah, Pai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the activity of the volcano was dominated by intracrater dome growth till the 1970s. Uh, this activity produced a periodic dome collapse with the formation of block and ash flow. So block and ash flows are uh, actually small volume pyroclastic flows. They consist of a very hazardous mixture of volcanic ash and large angular blocks bigger than 26 centimeters. Um, they can form by collapse of volcanian eruption columns, but the majority of historic examples were generated by partial to total collapse of lava domes. In the lava dome collapse examples, we have historic block and ash flow formations from Mount Unzin in Japan, Mount Merapi in Indonesia, Montserrat in the Lesser Antilles. Dome collapses can be gravitational, explosive, or a mixture of both. Block and ash flows commonly extend up to 10 kilometers from their source, and they can travel at speeds up to 100 kilometers per hour. After the 70s, the dome growth ceased, and activities switched to explosions and lava flows production. With an almost perfect rhythm of one or two eruptions per year, 
till the 2012. Then it takes a small nap between 2012 and 2016, where the extrusive activity started again with several explosive events almost every year till today. Concerning this week's activity, other than this incredible 11.6 kilometer uh, high ash plume, there wasn't a lot more that was happening at the volcano, but we'll definitely keep you informed about the volcanic activity of this volcano as time goes on. But before saying goodbye, we have one last interesting thing to tell you about the name Bezunami, which is that it literally means unnamed. If it is unnamed, it might also be free of any mythology. We should give it a name and a myth. Okay, we could think about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for today. Thanks to, uh, as usual to our sources. Uh, Davidova et al. 2022, Gomez et al. 2009, Encyclopedia of Volcanoes, the Smithsonian Global Volcanism Program, and Volcanodiscovery.com. Thanks for spending your time to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, follow us on Twitter, um, and also we have an Instagram that we never post on. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>